Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Today is Saturday, March 23rd, 2019. My name is Bill Woodcock, and welcome to Forward, Maryland. I'm coming to you live from the Chrysalis Amphitheater at Meriwether Park at Symphony Woods. And what is the Chrysalis Amphitheater at Meriwether Park at Symphony Woods, you may ask? Well, my guest today is the person who can tell you what that is and so much more. I'm honored to have as my first guest on the podcast, Nina Basu. She is the president and CEO of the Inner Arbor Trust. So I have just thrown yet more terminology at you. So uh, Nina, please help, please help end all this confusion and not knowing what the heck all these things are. What exactly is the Inner Arbor Trust? Thanks for having me. of land owned by Columbia Association, designated as open space in downtown Columbia. Now, those are a lot of words that don't really mean anything. So let me tell you who we are and what we do. We are a nonprofit, and we are the people who are maintaining and improving and developing this patch of woodland all around Meriwether Post Pavilion into an arts park. And on a day-to-day basis, we're also the people who run the chrysalis. Thank you for that. Um, The chrysalis is a wonderful uh, structure. Um, You know, for those of you who don't know, it's very visible. It's very green off of 29. So uh, how long has it been here? And what sorts of activities and events uh, does the trust uh, put on here? For its sculptural form. It's also a 5,043 square foot stage. We opened the chrysalis in the middle of 2017 uh, on a very, very rainy day. Um, and since then, we have had one half season and one full season full of arts and culture events here in Howard County. Originally, the trust was set up by the Columbia Association, and as part of our charge, we were told to make sure that a substantial number of the events that we provided were free, and we've taken this very seriously. Last year, we had two main series of free events. The first one was the Chrysalis Kids Series, and that is a series of free open children's and family events. We've had everything from the orchestra doing a meet the instruments event to uh, an opera workshop for kids to Jedi Academy uh, to Junie B. Jones, the musical. Uh, In addition to that, we have our community concert series. Uh, Last year, we had one concert by Columbia Orchestra. That was an amazing evening where the lawn was just filled with people of all ages enjoying classical music. We had another country band from the U.S. Army came and gave a concert, and we've got more planned for this season. This is an amazing amount of work. Um, So how do you get all this done with the trust? I mean, is this a professional organization, volunteers? How, How do you get accomplished everything you get accomplished? 
So I think of the trust primarily as a facilitator. We have three staffers now, um, including myself, that work year round. And we have event staff that comes in through our operator to work for us during the season. Now, in addition to those individuals, the trust partners with so many different organizations across the county and the region. We partner very closely with the Howard County Department of Recreation and Parks, and under the leadership of John Bird and Laura Weatherall, we've found really exciting ways to engage with Rec and Parks. They've come in and supported our Christmas Kids series. They have provided us with technical support and they have helped program that series. They also came in to assist with Downtown Columbia Mini Maker Fair, which was an amazing party of math and science um, in uh, the park and on the chrysalis stage that drew about 3,000 people last October. We partner very closely with the Columbia Association. They have a wonderful open space department that we work with to make sure that we're maintaining and improving the health of the woods. They're working with us on building a pathway that will protect the woods because it'll keep feet uh, in a more orderly in more orderly path. Uh, it'll also do a lot to improve drainage on the property. We partner with so many uh, arts organizations, um, many of whom are Howard County Arts Council members. Uh, Judy B. Jones was Drama Learning Center. Uh, we have worked very closely with Kinetic Stance Theater, who produced an event for us. Columbia Orchestra and Columbia Jazz Band work very closely with us on our concert series. We work very closely with Columbia Festival of the Arts, who produced Jedi Academy as part of their uh, festival last year. Wow. Uh, so you, you've thrown out there a lot and that is all amazing and it's incredible the amount of support and the amount of uh, input and, and uh, work that's going on from a number of different agencies and uh, folks in the community to uh, help further arts in, in Howard County. Uh, so you said earlier that the trust manages the property around uh, Mary Merryweather Post Pavilion, not not the pavilion itself. I understand that that's that's managed by another organization, uh, but in terms of the fifty point six acres uh, of the uh, trust property that you mentioned, um, what other features are planned for this space uh, over time? So uh, there are a number of other really cool features that are planned. First and foremost is the not very exciting things. Um, pathways, which we are in a design build phase for. We're on a design phase for half the pathways and a build phase for the other half of the pathways. And then the really important thing that we're building along with our friends at the Downtown Columbia Arts and Culture Commission, which is bathrooms. The two things that I spend the most time worrying about during the season are parking and bathrooms. We need bathrooms that are year round that can serve the park and also serve guests at IMA's events at Meriwether Post Pavilion. 
and we've worked very cooperatively with the DAC to come up with a creative solution to support everybody. The bathrooms will be on the property line between the pavilion and the park, and they will have two sets of doors. And it'll be super awesome because during a concert at MPP, the doors on the park side will be locked and the doors on the MPP side will be open. And of course, all of those guests won't know that they've come on to the park, but they definitely are coming on to the parkland in order to, you know, do their business. And during the rest of the time, the locks will be reversed and people from the park will be able to use this bathroom. Um, and I'm, I'm told that they will be really nice bathrooms. And it's one of the many ways that we work really closely with the Downtown Columbia Arts and Culture Commission to try and improve not just the park, but the pavilion and the experience for everyone in downtown Columbia. Well, that those those are uh, amazing improvements, and uh, I have to say, uh, I'm surveying the uh, bathroom facilities that currently exist as we speak, and uh, I, I would have to also advocate that uh, something of more permanence and uh, 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 more uh, aesthetically pleasing quality would would be terrific. So um, this is a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of stuff to put together. And uh, you are definitely the conductor of, of this orchestra. So um, tell me and, and for the for the listeners who, you know, don't are just learning about all of this. You know, who who are you? You know, how how did you get to uh, from wherever you were to uh, running an arts organization? By accident. Uh Originally, I was a lawyer. I was a lawyer doing litigation in private practice at a large firm, a large international firm, and that was great for a while. And I am from Howard County. Uh, my parents have been in this community since 1973 and 1975, respectively, and I have spent almost all my life here, and I'm very engaged in the community as a volunteer. And uh, after my second child was born, for a variety of reasons, working at a large law firm with last minute calls saying, hey, we need someone to go tape a, take a deposition in Pittsburgh. The last flight leaves in an hour and 10 minutes. Can you please turn around and, and go get on it? was not a feasible lifestyle for me anymore. So I left and I left without a plan with a newborn and uh, an almost three-year-old. And that's when I ran into Michael McCall. And Clarence Lamb, who is a friend of mine who's now a state senator, uh, and Ed Coleman, who is currently on the planning board, uh, both individually introduced me to Michael at, you know, basically two weeks apart. Um, in 2012, yeah, 2012. And I had been vaguely following what was going on with the Inner Arbor Trust. And I love Meriwether Post Pavilion. And if you want to talk about the 1994 Earth Day concert, which was the first concert I ever went to with my friends at MPP, I'm happy to talk to you about it. Um, but I, I was very supportive of what was going on, but it really wasn't where I was focused. So Michael met me and he then said, I, I, I need 
you to, to help me. And I have a problem saying no when asked to help people with things. So I started helping him out a little by little. And then I realized that this was the project that I loved. I love the arts as a participant and as an audience member and as a viewer, I have zero artistic talent, but I strongly believe in the power of the arts with my own children. I spent a lot of time and energy and money uh, giving them arts experiences because I thought that was more important than anything else, more important than Kumon or science lessons or, or soccer or, or anything like that. And Michael, you know, pulled me into this project. And when he was getting ready to leave, he told me that I needed to take his job. And I said no several times. And I said, no, I'm, I'm a lawyer. What, what do you think, you know, a lawyer could do in this position? Um, why would you want me to do this? Get somebody else to do this. I want to go back to practicing law and my kids are a little older and a little bit more stable now. So let me go practice law. Um, and then he just started telling people that I'd taken the job before I had actually agreed to it. Um, and the rest is history. And I found that I love this job and I love being part of something positive and I love building something and I love all of our show days and I love being able to be part of this incredibly joyful place. That, that is wonderful. And uh, even even though you, you wound up getting voluntold uh, to take this job, uh, it definitely seems like that uh, it's an experience that, uh, that, that matters a lot to you and it's, and it's very, very important to you. Uh, so I, I'm guessing that uh, since it is such an important thing, you, you think about the future of this property and this facility. And 10 years from now, uh, what would your vision for this property be? So there's the Inner Arbor Trust vision for this property and then the Inner Arbor Trust plus the Nina vision for this property. So uh, in the, the short term, um, in 10 years, our small art museum gallery guest services building and information center, the Butterfly Building, will be built. We're hoping that's closer to two, two and a half years from now. And we're super excited about that. Um, we see the pathways completely put together. We see the playground on site, a really amazing interactive playground. And we see this becoming a 365 day a year venue, this place where the community is celebrated, where culture is celebrated, where our diversity is celebrated, not just uh, let's check one of every box, but being a truly inclusive community where people celebrate each other's events and holidays and cultural traditions, where there is constantly an artistic experience going on every single day of the year. Now, the other piece of that vision, in my mind, which is, is just Nina, is to see a long-term investment in the infrastructure for the arts, both physically and organizationally in downtown Columbia. So my not-so-secret uh, desire, which is just Nina talking, is to have a true concert hall in downtown Columbia, whether it's on our property, which probably makes the most sense, or on another piece of property, this is a city. 
this is a new city. Um, I know Howard Hughes is a master developer, and I know sometimes that scares uh, people, but Howard Hughes is putting in a $5 billion investment into this community to make it into a city. The Downtown Partnership, uh, who, again, we work very closely with, is really promoting the folks who are here now in the business and arts communities as being part of that overall vision. And I think the community piece of that city is to have that type of arts infrastructure because art is such an important part of society and of the human experience. So I want to see that building, but I also want to see in whether it's a trust or somebody else, an organization where we see significant investment from the business community, from the philanthropic community, and yes, from the government in saying we support the arts and we are going to fund them long term. Well, that is a very well fleshed out and detailed vision. And I love the idea of a, of a Columbia Bowl, so to speak, you know, maybe maybe something overlooking the lakefront or, or something that would be uh, that would be a, a uh, larger scale uh, outdoor entity, maybe between the chrysalis and, and MPP uh, for the community to enjoy. So uh, you did a great job articulating, you know, a, a future vision. But uh, right now, uh, the, the chrysalis and, and the trust, I believe, are getting ready to uh, kick off the 2019 season. So what can people do now to support the arts community in, in Columbia? And uh, what are some dates maybe that we should have on our calendar for some cool things going on? And where can people find more information about this wonderful facility? I'm so glad you asked. So the first thing anyone and everyone can do is consider supporting us financially. And every $20, every $5 donation matters. One, because a lot of $5 donations turn into really large numbers. And two, because quite frankly, as we go from foundation to foundation and government grant processes, showing that large community support is a huge plus to unlock larger pools of money. And we have been so grateful to everybody who has added $25 to their free tickets when they come to a Christmas Kids or a community event. So that's, that's number one. Number two, come to our events. We have a number of amazing events that are already on the calendar. Go to innerarbortrust.org. We will be announcing our full season later next month. We will be announcing it along with our friends in downtown Columbia, the Downtown Columbia Arts and Culture Commission, Downtown Columbia Partnership, Columbia Festival of the Arts, Columbia Orchestra. We'll all be announcing that together in April. Um, but for now, there are some dates that are already up uh, and we are already selling tickets for. The first uh, show of the year will be Mystic India, which is a super fun, very uh, accessible Bollywood style performance. I really hope that everyone comes. Uh, it, it is for everybody in the community. If you've never seen Indian dance before, if you've never seen Bollywood, well, it's totally for you too. So please do come to that on April 28th. Our next event is on May 12th, which is the Chrysalis Masters, which is our fundraiser. The fundraiser itself, the 
free, though we would love a gift, but it is also a mini golf tournament. And there is currently an open call for applications on our website. If you are an artist or a designer or a student or just somebody who likes to build things, consider building one of these mini golf holes for the fundraiser. It's gonna be an awesome event. There is a fee to participate in the tournament, but just showing up and, and looking is totally free. So we hope everyone in the community comes on May 12th to that event. Our next event after that is uh, my favorite event of the season. Baltimore Concert Opera is working with us to produce a uh, event called Arias and Ales. I love opera. I love it because it's over the top and crazy and just so much fun. And on May 24th, we were going to have opera on the chrysalis stage. But it's not going to be boring, and you don't have to dress up, and there's beer. We're partnering with Jailbreak Brewing Company to have what has been described as an awesome children's concert for adults with booze. So the theme of the night is the femme fatale, and it is multiple pieces from different operas. They come in as sets of four, and each type of music. We the, the opera singers explain it, tell a little bit of the story, sing the beautiful piece, and it's all paired with great locally brewed jailbreak beer. So we hope you come on May 24th for that event. It's a Friday night. We'll have our friends at Cured are going to work with us to have some charcuterie plates for sale. So it's, it's a really fun date night, a really fun girlfriend night. And if you've never seen opera before, this is a really great way to be introduced to it. Uh, the next day starts the Fantasy Wood Festival with Manic Art. We've got an adult thing on the, the 24th. On the 25th, we have three days of a uh, child and family-centric imaginative festival with unicorns and fairies and mermaids. And we've worked really hard on all the mermaid issues. So, yes, there will be really, really awesome live mermaids. And we really hope that uh, everyone comes out, but there will be dueling nights and there will be strolling performers. And again, did I say mermaids and fairies? Because it, my six-year-old is thrilled about this. Uh, more dates will be announced a little bit later in the season. The Christmas Kids series is coming back. The Community Concert Series is coming back. And I do want to announce one more date, which is June 29th. The tickets are not out yet for that event, but they will be shortly. Columbia Orchestra's free symphonic uh, uh, pops concert at the Chrysalis. It's going to be awesome. It's an all-ages event. If you really want to take your kids to see the orchestra, but you're terrified that they can't sit still, because they can absolutely move and be outside and still have that great experience. Wow. Wow, that is so much. That is so much. And uh, I, I will tell you that uh, the mermaids and fairies and dueling knights and all of that, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also participating, ladies and gentlemen, personally in the mini golf tournament. So uh, please feel free to come out and patronize that event as well. It looks to be lots of fun all summer long, even into the fall. And uh, as, we, as I notice here, as I'm looking around this property, I see the first flowering tree of the spring, and uh, definitely uh, spring has come. And uh, I can tell you from having come to many events here myself that uh, this is a wonderful place to 
uh, share a uh, spring evening. So, Nina, uh, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show today. Uh, I hope that uh, everybody, that website again is www.innerarbortrust.org. Yes. So uh, please uh, stop by and uh, check it out. Keep yourself abreast of events, bookmark it, so you know the latest of what's going on. So uh, until next time, uh, this has been Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock, and thank you for stopping by. Take care.